0: Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Bengal Tiger podcast. I am Billy Embody. Thank you for listening. We've got a lot to get to today on the podcast uh, and a lot of reaction to the final official visit weekend uh, for LSU. But uh, the Tigers are getting geared up for what could be a big run of commitments to kick off July. We'll kind of discuss a little bit of that as well as, uh, you know, address that. You know, the staff is, is starting to build a little bit of momentum potentially with that group of targets that is set to announce commitments here um, in a little bit. So let's lead off with of this. LSU had three official visitors on campus this past weekend, three offensive linemen, uh, and they are big ones. Um, two top 100 prospects um, in the country in terms of offensive uh, linemen with T.J. Shanahan, and Chase Besantis getting to campus, and then they also had Paul Mbenga, one of the underrated guys uh, nationally in this class, and Paul Mbenga out of Buford, Georgia. But let's start off with Chase Besantis and TJ Shanahan. Their recruitments are probably two of the more interesting ones in this class right now in terms of top-tier targets that LSU is on that they are realistically right in the mix for. Chase and TJ have taken some of the same official visits. They've been to Georgia, I believe, together. Um, they were definitely at AM together. And then they go to LSU together. And, you know, I get the sense that this is shaping up to be a little bit of an lsu a battle for both. Both guys, I think, can be most likely interior guys at the next level. And I know Chase Basantis ranked as an offensive tackle right now. I think he's a guard. Got some measurements in on him little bit shorter arms than you'd really want um, even at the sec level as far as tackles go Um, coming in at 320 on his visit uh, tj shanahan's a big boy he's always been a he's always been a guard Uh, those are two that would be really really solid road graders for this staff they've both been top top targets for brad davis throughout this entire summer really um, and spring but you know, you just sit there and you look at their recruitments and you're just not sure. You hear some positivity out, out of LSU. You hear some positivity out of Texas A&M. T.J. Shanahan isn't from Texas, so it's not like A&M is drawing him over from Austin where he's playing his high school ball. He's from Orlando, Florida originally. And then Chase is up in New Jersey, so... Th- their recruitments are really hard to read. They don't. They both haven't done many interviews. Um, I tried to reach out to Chase. Got him. He said, "Hey, let's just do this on Monday." It's now Tuesday as I'm recording this. Haven't heard back uh, from Chase at all. So he's kind of gone quiet. M- you know, maybe he's just mulling things over, needs a minute. T.J. Shanahan's been pretty quiet in general. It's very rare that you kind of get him, you know, on record um, at all. Those two guys are really key measuring sticks for Brad Davis. In terms of what his class is going to look like. He's been on TJ Shanahan from the get go since he was hired at LSU. Chase Besantis is somebody that LSU staff has familiarity with dating back to their Notre Dame days. And Brad Davis has made him a big priority um, as of late. So does he does he have the ability to bring one or two of those guys into this class and keep them? You know, TJ Shanahan looks like he's going to take it to the fall. Chase Besantis, we'll see. Um, haven't really gotten a clear picture on what he wants to do as far as the de- decision timeline goes. Um, if they do take it to the fall, I think it just kind of be- becomes back to kind of a toss-up as far as what they'll do um, completely. But if they're making a decision soon and Brad Davis can't reel them in, that's a big blow. You know, Those are two guys that you got the last official visit with. Now, I'm not in the camp that really loves the whole you've got to have the last official visit uh, to you know land a kid. We're seeing that on the defensive line. Um, with you know LSU trending with Jackson Howard, Deshaun Womack, and Darren Reed, and they both went on, or all three went on multiple official visits um, afterwards, or or uh, official visit afterwards. These two are two top targets for LSU on the offensive line, and they've got to land them uh, to really kind of solidify the position long term. You have two in-state offensive tackles in Hurd and Tyree Adams that you can undoubtedly build around, and they're great prospects. But to really set the tone for the future of this program, you've got to go out nationally and reel into guys like this that you've had on campus multiple times, you've had a long relationship with, you've got opportunity to play. You know, Emory Jones is probably going to hold down one of the guard spots, but the other one is going to eventually be up for grabs when Traymon Schwartz walks out the door. And some of these other guys maybe don't pan out or whatever. There's going to be opportunities for playing time, and that's what Brad Davis even told Paul Mabenga when he was talking with me on on uh, Sunday about or Monday, yeah, Sunday about his official visit. So, you know, Paul Mbenga, I think he's a Michigan lean. He told me Michigan's still on top. I, I think LSU has a fighting chance. That would be a really nice surprise. He's a really bright young man. Has some versatility. Can play up and down the line. I think he could be a good center option. Uh, but you know this this group for Brad Davis that he brought in all summer there's a lot of them that you know they're they're not necessarily right in the mix for you, know, you look at the last uh, the weekend prior Kelton Smith Marky Anderson um, you know you don't necessarily feel that good about Shamarad Umarov. Cole Dellinger um, was was in town they they're cooling on him from what it seems to me but then you do have somebody like DJ Chester who there's a lot of positivity positivity around him and where LSU stands for him but Jaden Wayne came off the board Caden Green looks like he's going to head to Oklahoma Um, you know you've got to to really bear down and land a guy like Chase Basantis or a guy like TJ Shanahan DJ Chester would be a terrific land that way you have kind of a building block of offensive linemen When's the Lance Hurd and Tyree Adams make their decisions? And those are guys that you've got to feel good about if you're LSU, and, and they do feel good about. And I feel good about LSU landing them. So out of you know the almost 10, I think 10 guys that Brad Davis brought in, landing Chase Besantis, landing T.J. Shanahan is very important um, to, to uh, getting this class on the offensive line solidified. We'll see. It's really hard to pick right now where they stand. Um, I'm coming out with my class prediction piece on Wednesday morning, and it's very, very difficult to, to pick and see if Chase Basantis or T.J. Shanahan is going to be in the class. If one of them is going to be in the class, both of them or neither of them are going to be in the class because it's tough to get a true read on these guys because they are playing it close to the vest, but they are top targets for LSU. So that's kind of where those those guys stand, if if you call it that. Uh, but on the, on the good news front, LSU did have Tyree Adams – Four-star offense tackle out of New Orleans on campus on Sunday just before the dead period hit. That's a big deal for the Tigers to get him on campus one last time. They had Zalance Hurd on campus right before the dead period, so that was a good sign. Um, I like where LSU stands a lot. Now, quick kind of preview, looking ahead to July 4th and into July while I'm gone on my honeymoon. You've got a good group of prospects that are set to announce. You've got Ashton Stamps out of Archbishop Rummel, earned an offer after camping at LSU this summer. I think he's somebody that that is on the rise. I think he could be one that jumps on board at some point in July. Um, we'll have you covered on that front. Um, there are others that we've broken down on the Bengal Tiger in an exclusive piece for our subscribers, so I don't want to hit on some of those. But the ones that do have announcements that have been locked in, Darren Reed, four-star defensive lineman, a top 30 overall prospect for on three came into his lsu visit at 6-3 282 huge wingspan really really pro- uh you know proud of on three for having him as high as we do lsu starting to trend looks like the tigers can hold off ohio state and and get this one done it would be a monster land for jamar kane to cement that future at that spot. And then two edge prospects he's been on for a while, Deshaun Womack and Jackson Howard. Two of the best prospects in the country coming off the edge. Um, I like where LSU stands for both. You know, they went to Oregon if you're Deshaun Womack and Miami if you're Jackson Howard for the last official visit. But it looks like LSU still has that buzz, still has that confidence that they're gonna end up with both of those guys. We'll have to see. You know, I think Anytime you're dealing with high-profile recruitments like this, you could be tracking it and feel really good and have a bunch of information, which once I get back from my honeymoon and I'm able to post and look back at what these guys ended up doing, I'll be able to share even more information with our subscribers of what we knew, when we knew it, kind of give you a background on why we were pretty confident going in, at least as a recording of this podcast, as to why LSU was going to end up with all three, Deshaun Womack, Jackson Howard, Again, that would be a trio of guys that Jamar Kane leads off with as far as his class goes, it would be monster, monster lands. And then Jeremiah Hughes, set to announce on July 7th. Um, and quick note, D- Deshaun Womack will announce July 4th. Same with Darren Reed. Jackson Howard is going to announce on July 1st. Um, and then Jeremiah Hughes is announcing on July 7th. So LSU sits in a really good spot here. He's trended to LSU. it's, it's picks are in. Um, Arkansas, Utah, Washington were the other finalists. This is somebody that I just got measurements on. Really nice length for a corner. If he bounces back from his injury very well, you know, able to you know have that ability to make plays and and get some speed, you know, out there. Um, and I'm excited to see him. I'm going to see him in October. Go to Las Vegas and watch uh, Gorman play. You know, this is this is a prospect that could end up being a steal if he returns to form. Somebody that LSU is really really high on. Um, And so we're keeping an eye, of course, on Jeremiah Hughes and what could be a commitment to come on July 7th, his parents' anniversary. So we're keeping an eye on those guys. We've got more, again, on TheBengalTiger.com for our subscribers. Seven-day free trial. Um, Check it out. We've got a ton of content to come for myself and Peter. Uh, We've got it all scheduled out for you guys, so be sure to check us out. Um, We'll have our class predictions Wednesday morning. Also, updates with Zalance Hurd and Tyree Adams, so check those out. Lots to come on the site, but did want to kind of give you guys a rundown on the official visit weekend. And then what's to come in early July, give you a preview of all of that. So um, on Friday, we are going to drop an interview uh, with LSU tight end commit uh, Mac Markaway. He's uh, joined us, so we're going to have that for you guys. And then um, I'm supposed to talk with four-star tight end Tavion Galloway, who just set his commitment date uh, for July 23rd. He's a 2024 prospect one of the top 10 tight ends in the country, a big LSU target. Um, so be sure to check out the podcast uh, and our conversation with him. We're going to talk about a bunch of different things, uh, being recruited by you know some of the top schools in the country, what he likes about LSU, all of those things. Um, we're going to have him on the pod to join us, uh, and we'll drop that after the 4th of July. So be sure to check that out. Um, be on the site. It's going to be a, a hectic July 1st, hectic July 4th just enjoy it you know I think LSU is going to come out with some momentum on the other side of this but if they don't we'll reset it for you guys as we always do and share what's next for the Tigers so um, with that guys want to close up shop on this podcast we hope you guys enjoy all the content we've been bringing you guys on the site we've had a ton of people subscribe thank you so much I'm about to hit the road Wednesday morning uh, hit the airwaves I should say for my honeymoon so I'll be cross the pond in spain and hope you guys are all enjoying uh the coverage and uh you know keep the place intact while i'm gone so with that we're gonna wrap up this podcast hope everybody has a safe fourth of july and we'll catch you guys next time on the bengal tiger podcast appreciate you guys listening our kids have said to us since we've moved to minnesota we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived